Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to A Hidden Track. I have Henry with me. How are you doing, sir? Hello, Rich. I'm very well, thanks. Uh, sun is shining, life is good, and I have a, a band for you. I hope, have you got one ready for me? I do. Do you want to go for it? Since you... Was it last time out that you didn't do one? I can't remember what our last hidden track was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I just gave up and, and you put two in. So, yes. How about <laughs> I kick us off? And I will kick off with a band who have been around for quite a while, actually. It's not like any new material, so sorry people who are looking for <laughs> new bands and new discoveries. This is an old one. I've gone for the Hold Steady and their new album. Uh, it's called Open Door Policy. I knew that this had come out and I haven't listened to it, so tell me about it. Okay, first off, for anyone who hasn't heard of the Hold Steady, who are they? They're a band from Brooklyn in New York um, who appeared in about 2003 or so, and they are very well known for their kind of wordy storytelling style. Um, they kind of classic rock, I guess. They've been likened to Springsteen a lot, probably too much. What, a New York-ish based band that sounds like Bruce Springsteen? What a surprise. Well, their frontman Craig Finn, tells stories. And it's that kind of storytelling classic rock bar band that is done a lot in the States. And I think up until recently, I had pigeonholed them into kind of that envelope of, they're good, they're good kind of classic rock, but mm-hmm. take it or leave it. They had an album in 2006 called Boys and Girls in America, which I liked at the time, but I kind of thought it was a little bit too middle of the road. Okay, And I think some people may have felt the same, but this new album is it's just wonderful. They've... They're kind of old now. I guess they're kind of matured. And they have this wonderful way of telling stories. And it's stories about kind of drug addiction and religion and how the two often bump into each other. They always love a dirtbag. They've got these characters in their songs that they talk about and sing about. And just in this this one album, I think they've done it. They've just made that album, which just... It takes that slice of America of that kind of downtown bar and just put brings it to life and tells stories about people i I love it sounds awesome i've literally just put the first track on to have a listen in the background and i do know this so i'm glad i did have a listen to it but i've clearly stashed it away and not had a proper listen so this is a good trigger for me to get back into it which tracks should i aim for first the two really big ones on the album are probably Spices and Heavy Covenant. I think Heavy Covenant is the, the best song on the album. It's got this kind of measured background keyboard, but there's this wonderful, wonderful lyrics, wonderful storytelling throughout the song and throughout the whole, the whole album, actually. Give it a go. If you don't like Bruce Springsteen, stop here. Done. <laughs> but if you like kind of storytelling in America, I think this album is genuinely brilliant and it came out last month and... I go back to it and I'm still enjoying it and discovering it now. So, yeah, that's my pick. Cool. Sounds good. So what about you? Who are you bringing to the table? I have also brought someone who has a long and decorated career, but is not necessarily particularly well known in the mainstream. Uh, An artist called Jane Weaver. Okay. No, nothing. Got nothing on that. (laughs) Who Who is Jane Weaver? Her new album is called Flock. 
She is an English singer, songwriter, and guitarist. She's been recording as a solo artist since 1998, uh, alongside two other projects in the late 90s and early 1000s. But she's been a solo artist since probably 0405 onwards. She also runs a record label called Bird. And I don't have a time to chat through her extensive back catalogue, but it is worth exploring because I've heard albums of hers before that I really like. Her last album, Modern Cosmology, was an album I listened to quite a lot that year and I think made it onto my albums of the year list. So yeah, new album called Flock. She can't really be pigeonholed in terms of sound, She's done a lot of different genres, so from folk to electronica to indie pop to psychedelia. Hilariously, after last week's episode of the main podcast where I said there was no one like Goldfrap, I'm going to say that her most sound alike is Goldfrap. <laughs> Brilliant. But I don't know if it's quite as close as being the same. There's just flavours that are similar. Yeah. She's done lots of stuff and i'm looking at her wikipedia page and she's got all sorts of like little side projects and things this is yeah i i'm I'm surprised i don't know of her i think i only found her on on the last album and i can only assume it was a probably uh spotify discover type thing because i don't know that i've ever heard her on six music yeah Although having said that, I was listening to her with a friend of mine who popped over to have a a couple of drinks in my front garden two weeks ago. I had it on very quietly in the background on my little Bluetooth speaker and he he paused for a moment and was like, is this Goldfrap? I was like, no. He's like, is it Jane Weaver? I was like, yes. Nice. She's obviously somewhat well known, uh, even if not by me before this. But yes, there's definitely a crossover, maybe as much in the vocals and sort of dabbling in synths and that sort of electronica world. Yeah. Well, I just read on her Wikipedia page that she performed at Meltdown and the segment was curated by Jarvis Cocker as part of the Lost Ladies of Folk event, um, which kind of makes sense. If Jarvis thinks she's a Lost Lady of Folk, then, um, then yeah, good on Jarvis for bringing her back into the into the fold. Yeah, and I mean, Jarvis is a... Is a- a musician who knows his musicians put it that way i've seen him dj at end of the road at like two in the morning and he was throwing all sorts of out there stuff yeah a lot of the really really good musicians just have that amazing kind of encyclopedic knowledge like noel gallagher's another one Mm -hmm. who seems to dredge up all sorts of incredible music all the time you kind of hear him in interviews and he's just referencing all these crazy bands so yeah that's good so well done jarvis but um okay brilliant i just know nothing about her so this will be a a new experience for me what about tracks any standout tracks so the two that i'll pull out from the album are the revolution of supervisions which it opens with a very 70s West Coast rock guitar swagger and then her floaty layered vocals kind of kick in and all of it is very much Beach Boys-esque, multiple layers of the same person's vocals. So it's lovely. Um, it's gorgeous bass line on this and probably the most gold frap track on the album if you're looking for something similar to them. And then the other one that I would... The other one that I particularly like is Stages of Phases, which is more psychedelic keyboards on this one. And then you get this kind of funky drum beat and a chugging guitar riff uh, and more dreamy vocals. 
Awesome. I've just looked on their on her fans also like section on mm-hmm. Spotify and they've got this is the kit, um, the best in the lakes, so Neil will be really excited because so, the best in the lakes are on there and they're they're fantastic. Yeah. PC Camplite. So okay, I'm kind of getting the vibe now. So awesome. I'm I'm interested. There you go. Good. Yeah. So if you if you like a bit of gold frap after what we've been listening to last week and you've already chewed your way through all of their back catalogue maybe go and have a listen to jane because it'll take you a lot longer to chew through her back catalogue yeah awesome great shout buddy that is um that's a good one thanks thanks for bringing it along all right cheers cool thank you